Toy Power Podcast is a free podcast made possible by the support of our awesome Patreon sponsors. Head to toypowerpodcast.com and see how you can help. Welcome to Toy Power, the podcast where we talk toys and everything pop culture. G'day, it's Trent here, and it's wonderful to have your company today for episode two, four, seven. G'day, g'day. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I got, sorry, I got another message from work. And I'm just... I can't believe it. Sorry. Uh, no, that's, I can't believe they're messaging you at that time. Yeah. Uh, it's all COVID stuff, like, right? You know, okay, COVID yeah. report results. Sorry, okay. All right. I should have thrown my phone away. Uh, that's it. Um, this week on Toy Power, we're going to just recap on our New Year's Eve and Christmas, and then we're going to jump into a review of the wonderful Spider-Man No Way Home. Joining me today in the Toy Power studio, we've got Ben. G'day, g'day. Scotty is back. Hello, everybody. And Frank. Hello, hello. All right, so... it. We've had our uh, best of 2021 mm-hmm. episode. We are back to talk Christmas, New Year's. How yeah. was it, Frank? You have a story to tell. I do have a story to tell. As has been uh, shout out a couple of times on this show, I have recently purchased a new car. Uh, bottom line, it is an elect- all-electric vehicle, so no petrol prices for me ever again. Uh, this is obviously a point of lots of discussion in my house uh, both with you know my wife and then obviously extended family and stuff so when it comes to christmas <laughs> my uh wife did you know my mum's looking for oh, what can i get him what can i get him and she's like look he's getting a new car it's a pretty easy like you know yeah. something for the Accessories, new car yes yeah, air freshener christmas all tree. that sort of thing right you would think okay, easy win easy uh so the very first present on christmas day you know from my mum to me i open it up and it's a card it's a little petrol card. It's a petrol voucher. $100 petrol voucher. And I'm just staring at it going, how can I put a positive spin on this? Yeah. Like, And she's she's waiting for my reaction. And yeah. she felt the need to explain yeah. it to me. And I took so long. Like, it's a petrol card. I was like, I know what it is. Um, do you know what car I've got? She goes, yeah, yeah, it's a hybrid. I'm like, close. It's not a hybrid. It's electric. She goes, yeah, but it still takes petrol. I was like, no. Fully no, electric. Fully electric. I never, I do not put petrol in it at all. And you can see her brain just eventually <laughs> click and realize what she's done. She's like, well, Christmas is canceled, right? First present of the day, we're done. Everybody go home. Like, and it was just quite hilarious that oh, we, we have a bit of a history of the first present, something goes wrong at the first present of Christmas or it's it's hilarious for whatever reason. And this one, this one will go down in history, I think, at which point Ali's reached over and gone, I'll take that card. Thank you very much for my petrol car. And uh, so it'll still get used. <laughs> yes, yes. But uh, mum was just like, oh, all right. I'll uh, try again next year. I tried. That's <laughs> right. Yes. Well, but how was anyone else's Christmas, New Year's? All yeah, that no, sort it was. Of weird it was. Time of year. No, it was good. It was very quiet for us. Um, just a lot of the family sort of things. But we did. We've been on the uh, puppy. Uh, of course, hunt. you got a new yeah, right. puppy. Yes. Hunt. Yeah. And it, it sort of it was always scheduled to be around uh, Callum's ninth birthday, so he's end of February. So we sort of we we've been we've been looking for ages, right, and getting in touch with breeders and all this sort of thing, 
And I'm like, I said to my wife, look, I'm happy to have the dog, um, but I don't want to do any of the ringing up breeders and stuff because I'd heard from people that have got, you know, purebred dogs. Mm. What, what, some, some people I knew, they had to write a resume for crying out loud, like wow. a resume to the correct. breeder, right? Yeah, like, so, stuff, so yeah. you know, some pretty full-on stuff, waiting lists, all this sort of stuff, and I didn't really want to know about it. Anyway, she started to get in touch with some breeders and they were like, yeah, you know, there's a... There's a waiting list and this this dog, you know, it's going for a fair bit. There's about four grand or five grand at the moment, market mm. market prices. And, and anyway, and, and then Leanne was sort of pushing back and going, well, yeah, how do I know you're the right breeder? You know, I want to make sure you're, you're doing the right thing and all this. Mm. And so basically with this particular breeder, we were looking at Jack Russell. Mm. And she said, well, why don't you come down to the SA Dog Show and then you can meet the, some of the dogs and see if the breed's right and, and there you go. So we went down before Christmas, we went down to this SA dog show where all the, you know, I've, I've never really been to one of these things, but it's, you know, they go around the course and they do all the things yep. and the dog's all, you know, spick, spick and span and looks beautiful and does its does its tricks. And we saw these Jack Russells and Leanne went over and said, oh, are you the, the breeder? And they're like, oh no, that's such and such. Mm. These are not Jack Russells. These are Tenterfield Terriers. Yep. They look very similar. Very similar, yep. Um, anyway, so we went and met the Jack Russell breeder and this Jack Russell was just like a ball of energy. They are. And it yeah. was like crazy. <laughs> and, and Leanne was just like going, oh, yep, yep, that's that's great. And looking over at these Tenterfield Terriers that were just so beautifully behaved. Anyway, so we got, uh, we came away from that and Leanne's like, oh, I really don't want the Jack Russell. Mm -hmm. it's too, uh, too much. This one was a long hair. It was too much grooming and, and it was high energy. He said, oh, that Tenderfield Terrier looked just like a, a step down, like mm -hmm. just not quite as excitable. And so we got in touch with this lovely lady who didn't have any... She was the... Um, Tender, so Tenderfield Terrier is an Australian breed, for those okay. who don't know. Yeah. So it's, it's, a, it's a miniature fox terrier, so like a Jack Russell. Um, so we got in touch with this breeder who has the number one Tenderfield Terrier in Australia. Oh, like she's dog. got the show. Ooh. She's got the prize. Okay. And she doesn't breed a lot. Um, but she had these couple of pups and she said what well, and she just lived down the road so she said why don't you come down bring your kids see if the dogs are right fit mm. for you and 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 the end got the impression that maybe one of these dogs we might be able to sort of snag anyway she opened up her house to a lovely lady showed us the dogs and unfortunately none were available so she goes this one's actually going over to finland oh, wow. and this one yes. no, so yeah it was really yeah. and she got you know this, we met all the, you know, this is when bred with this one, I flew down from here and, and all that. Um, but then she was amazing in terms of like hooking us up with, okay, I'll, I'll find this breeder. I, I and, know a guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know because I'm part of the chairman of this. I'm the number Tenterfield. one. Everybody yeah, that's knows right. me. <laughs> so anyway, she got us in touch with this breeder that had one female pup left over from a litter that was 12 weeks old. So not you can take them when they're eight yeah. weeks. And we got in touch with her and she sent us some photos and we just immediately fell in love with nice. this puppy so on um and she said do you want it for christmas and we're like look we're not we're in, in no rush we want to make sure it's the right fit we want to come and meet the dog and see if you know the kids you know it bonds and all that sort of thing so we waited for the monday after christmas drove into the adelaide hills met this puppy and uh, came home with her on on the monday so that was sort of our our big nice. christmas present she's blended in seamlessly with the family she sleeps well. Um, How does she get along with the cat? Yeah, well, she wants to play. So we've yeah. got a 16, going on 17-year-old cat this wow. year. And the cat has had the roost the whole time, apart from some chickens that we had. Mm -hmm. And the cat 
doesn't want anything to do with the dog. <laughs> but it, it stands its ground. Like it's it's and it's bigger. Like this this dog is like tiny. We we went to the pet store to get a harness for it and they're like, Look, are you gonna be offended if we take you to the cat section? <laughs> and we said, No, look, I mean we just want one that fits and they're like, Okay, very good. Now, we have to get the smaller cat. <laughs> harness right so it's not even in the biggest cat harness so the dog and the dog will grow but at the moment the dog's quite small compared to the cat and the cat's not huge but i've noticed it's a long-haired cat and i've noticed she's walking around like a bit differently than she used to because she's conscious that the dog's you know around and they're yeah. in different parts of the house but she's really puffy like she's puffed uh, up so yeah. she's, she's, she's puffed yeah she's going she's around like, on going, you never used to be that big like, well, that's, that's the animal kingdom thing yeah. just going I've got to be bigger than that guy that, so yeah, he doesn't it, mess it, with yeah, me exactly. like. <laughs> so the puppy will come up and want to play like it's clearly you know sitting there and bounding around yeah, and does yeah. its play thing and if it gets too close the cat will just hiss at it and so puppy wants to be friends but the cat's having, yeah. isn't yeah, having yeah, a bar or, um, but no it's just been such uh, this is my first dog I've ever had. Oh wow! Um, and I've all, I, like I love dogs, yeah, but it's yeah. just never we've just yeah. never had the right house or the right yep. fencing. And yep. um, yeah, it's worked out cool. brilliantly. And cool. what was the dog's name? Sorry, it's Chloe. Oh, so, so sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah. and well, and sorry, I was just going to say really ridiculously st- story. Um, we were at the beach, and this lady came up to us and said, "Oh, what breed of dog is that?" And we said, "Oh, it's a Tenterfield Terrier." She's mm. like, "Oh, th- I've got the exact same dog." It looks exactly the same, mm. and it was a rescue dog. So I and I want it. It's sixteen now. Mm. I want to get a you know new one, but I didn't know what breed it was. Oh, right. And and she's like, oh, so that's that's what it is. And mm. and she's like, yeah, my my dog Chloe is getting old. And we're like, oh, that's our dog's name as well. <laughs> so there was this Tenderfield Terrier that. Well, was to make exactly it even same. a bit weirder, as we said, I've got two dogs. One uh, Golden Lab. She, yep. Her name is Chloe. But the other dog I have, Hurley. Do you want to guess what breed he is? A Tenderfield it, Terrier. It, it, it is, it is I thought it was a Fox right. Terrier. No, well, that's yeah, okay. That's, and most people, go. most people, right. same thing. Most Fox people terrier, mistake yeah. him yeah. for a, a Jack Russell, yeah. but yes. he's actually a Tenderfield yep. Terrier. Oh, there yeah. you go. And yeah. you've had a good experience. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I got him when he was probably about a year old by that stage. Yep. Um, but yeah, and he's a great little dog. They'll chase possums and birds. Yes. But so well, they got the Terrier. It's, it's a good thing yeah. you're introducing him to the cat at that really young stage. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Otherwise. Yeah. I've, I've seen our Terrier take down possums twice his size. Yep. So that's a good thing that mm. you're doing the introductions yeah. the yes. way you're doing them. Yeah. <laughs> I used to have a Jack Russell. Uh, when I, I think I turned 13, we got a Jack Russell. And uh, yeah, he was awesome. He lived um, right through to about... 15 or something before yeah. he old age caught up with yeah. him and yeah it's a good run um he got hit by a car because he ran out into the road Ooh. at the age of about seven or something so that sort of broke ah, his right. hip ah, okay. and he was never able to jump again uh yep. but that didn't, <laughs> probably helped <laughs> that, that didn't slow him down he yeah. he you know and he had, used to have a little stubby tail and it yes. used to be hilarious because he'd be so excited he'd just be like going yeah. you know like a like a ticker you know yeah that's with this breed they have the stub tail and then the long tail so we got the one. So Liam's like, oh, I don't know if I, at first, like, I don't know if I want the stub tail. But it's so cute, this little tiny tail. <laughs> yeah. You know, just going yeah. back and forth like this. But we had, there was a, a, when we were growing up, there was a family down the road that had a Jack Russell. And I remember one time, his name was Cameron. He came over and was with my brother, Cameron. And the, the Jack, we're trying to get, the Jack Russell was in our backyard. And, and we opened the door. We had a sliding door and it got in the house. And mm. we're trying to, it was like just jumping you everywhere. Won't, and we're you like, won't catch him. Yeah, we're like, we're trying to get it out. 
And I remember we, we were all, somehow we all ended up outside and shut the door. And the Jack Russell was still inside. Oh, no. And we were all outside. It was yeah. just jumping around. I win. I win. Yeah, totally. Scotty, how was your New Year's slash Christmas period? We had a super relaxing That's... period of time. It really, really was. For Joe and I, it was very, very hectic work-wise leading up to and including Christmas Eve. So to hit Christmas Day and be able to just undo the belt, <laughs> breathe out, start the day with a bourbon. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Which we got for Christmas. That was wonderful. <laughs> and we just stayed home and enjoyed each other's company. And we had the dogs. We got greyhounds, by the way. Mm-hmm. Not tenderfield terriers. <laughs> and we just enjoyed the peace and quiet the serenity. Yeah, yeah, yep. nice one. It was wonderful. Yeah. Got some time in the toy room, which had sort of gotten out of hand with you know other commitments and whatnot. So yep. I got to rearrange some things and dust some shelves in there, and it was just nice and peaceful and quiet. Really enjoyed yeah, it. Beautiful, cool. Um, I had a beautiful Christmas. I uh, caught up with my at my cousin's house, which was fantastic. He's a big petrol head, diesel mechanic by trade. And uh, but he sort of works as a um, groundskeeper sort of thing, and his shed is like off the off the charts. Like everything <laughs> from jeeps, like little June buggy jeep yeah, yeah. things, to motorbikes, to everything. He's he's just got it decked. So that was amazing seeing. Uh, you know, like we talk about our rooms being at capacity. His <laughs> shed is um you know breathe in space and walk yeah, along wrong. the yeah, lines yeah, uh, right. only. But uh, my New Year's is what I want to talk about. We went to see Ghostbusters mm. at the, um, the drive-in, yep. yeah, nice. which is unfortunately closing down. Closing down. Mm. Yeah, so another, uh, I think by February it will be um, uh, no longer a drive-in. It'll it'll be stay open as the markets during the day mm. for a little while, but that's um, uncertain how long. Uh, but we went and saw Ghostbusters Afterlife again for the second time uh, with the rest of Ad- it felt like Adelaide. Yep. It was just amazing because the drive-in was sold out at capacity oh, wow. right down to the back uh field of the um venue uh back car park lot where the uh you know uh what do you call it um deli deli yes. you know the, oh, yeah. yes. yep. the milk bar or whatever you call it uh, and it was just awesome to be back in a drive-in you know yeah. i haven't been yes. to a drive-in with capacity since probably the 90s yep. or something like where everyone was there and they had the local south australian ghostbusters crew there with a decked out um sort of sandman uh done up yep. as a as <laughs> yeah, one yeah. um and uh the committee of uh sa ghostbusters characters all dressed up the in their um stuff. yeah cosplaying yeah, and uh, showing off the toys, um, some of their uh, designed PKE meters and things yep. built from scratch and just heaps and heaps of photos just uh, being taken left, right and center. Cool. So it was a real buzz of a night, beautiful night that you could sit outside of your car and just be comfortable in shorts and T-shirts. Yeah, so nice. um, the movie was fantastic a second time around as, you know, just as nice as the first time. So, uh, yeah, it was a really cool night. And honestly, come struck of midnight, I couldn't hit the bed fast enough. I was I was wrecked. Well, so, I'm, yeah. old man Trent here, I reckon, was in bed by nine. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Like yeah. it's uh, gee. Yeah, yeah. sign new, of the times. New, new Year's has changed a bit. Oh, the wow, last, yeah. last few years for all of us, I'm sure. Yeah. Long, long. All right. Speaking of movies, let's jump into our next segment. What are you? I'm Batman. May the force be with you. Why, Batman? 
And it is Spider-Man No Way Home, the latest instalment from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, wonderful, wonderful picture. And we're going to get into a quick spoiler-free recap, but we will jump into spoilers. And there are a lot, but hopefully everyone has now uh, caught Spider-Man. It's all spoilers, let's be honest. It is pretty much. But look, I guess if, if we start with the trailer, um, really, I mean, this centers around the... You know, the end of um, Far From Home, mm-hmm. where as a last-ditch effort, you've got the revelation that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Um, and so it, it kicks off with that conundrum. Directly. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and you can sort of see how Peter's life is being impacted by that knowledge. And, you know, has he, has he killed... Um, well, he's got, he's got his fans and then he's yeah. got the people that the are haters. against him. Yep. He can't even walk into school. That's right. Uh, social media is on top of him. Uh, the me- the media are on top of him. Mm. And he's just like, I need I need to get away. Like, yep. where do I go? I'll go and sit on top of the schoolyard building and just lay there and try and get away from it all because he's just he just can't get a moment's peace. He's mm. like a full-on rock star celebrity. Yep. Uh, both, you know, in trouble and, um, you know, being loved and adored. So, And there's the whole Mysterio angle. So there's yes. the, sort of the feds or the, the league that uh, investigates. Because Mysterio yeah. famously sort of hacks the, the video to make it look like Spider-Man killed mm. him. Yes. Um, and so then there's this whole well, criminal angle say, well, you killed a man and there's, there's video evidence of this. You know, and now we know who you are. You're not just a, a costumed vigilante. So yeah. there, he's got the the police essentially of the feds coming after yeah. him. And the setup was really quite interesting with the sort of um, college entry and, and him, MJ and Ned, Ned trying to, you know, all get into the same. And they're really being declined on the basis that they were affiliated with Peter. Yep. Yeah. And so that really, I guess, sets him off on his path to say, how can we resolve this? What's the easy way to fix all of Lyre's problems in one go? Magic. magic, yeah. <laughs> Who do I know that's magic? And I think um, you see it a bit in the trailer as well. Like some of the interactions with Doctor Strange are very, very cool. You know, you know, we, we're on a first name basis here. Okay, Stephen. Well, that feels a little that bit weird. <laughs> okay, Doctor Strange. That's <laughs> I have to. I have to say, throughout the Marvel universe, I have grown to really appreciate Doctor Strange. Like from. From the moment I heard of him, I'm like, I'm not sure if yep. I'm going to yeah. be a, a wizard lover, you know? Yep. I'm, I wasn't sure if I'd be a Thor lover because of the, his year old English yes. style talking and they sort of got rid of, they downplayed that a lot. Yep. But the wizard style, I'm not sure if I can, you know, uh, accept that. Magic. Yeah, get yep. behind it and think. I really enjoy. I thought he was fantastic in the film. So I think it's another example of Marvel's great casting of yes. getting the right oh, yeah. people in the right roles. And yeah, he, he makes it believable as a you know, a doctor turned wizard or sorcerer supreme, as ridiculous as that sounds, he makes you makes you buy it, basically. Yes. Now we were given some sneaks into what might be happening with Doc Ock coming over the car and, you know, hello mm-hmm. Peter uh, green Goblin sort you of Goblin bomb. Bombs. Yep. That uh, laugh in the background. The laugh. Yes. So, so we sort of, I guess, had an idea that we were potentially going to get multiverse style of threads woven into this. Sandman, Electro were all sort of mm. teased. Lizard, I think, as well. Yep. Um, so that, I guess, 
No, and, and I, look, I looked at the IMDb and, you know, I saw that Willem Dafoe um, was back. So, you know, it was... I don't know if those sort of things were spoilers. I think a lot of people would have gone into this film knowing that we're going to see Green Goblin, knowing that we're going to see Doc Ock, mm. knowing that we're going to see Sandman, Electro, Lizard, those well, sort of characters. Just rewinding a little bit at the start of the film, they had uh, Jamie Foxx say... Is it Jamie Foxx? They say... The Electro? Yeah, they Electro, said yeah. he had yes. um, came on screen and said, now, please keep this spoiler free. Yeah. And they're like, That's hang right. on, aren't you a spoiler? You're technically yeah. a spoiler. <laughs> Which is interesting because the marketing team, has Electro was, I won't say front and centre, but he was in a lot of the trailers and there was even movie posters that yeah. had, yep. you know, electric... Like, anyone who knew what they were looking for would know that Jamie Foxx was in the movie. But you're right, they sort of played it very tongue-in-cheek. If you literally didn't see any trailers, any movie posters, Sure. You'd be like, why is Jamie Foxx telling me to not spoil the movie? Yeah. But, and they call that out, which is kind of funny. Well, so. But I like that. Yes. I like in a 2021 basis that we, they need to spell it out yeah. to say, don't, don't get on your phones yep. and spoil it for the rest of Facebook just because you're seeing the latest, you know, it's day two yeah. uh, session. Leave it. Just just yeah. let everyone enjoy it and just say if you like it or not. You know, and I, think, I think largely, I don't know about you guys, but largely the internet was quite respectful. I'll admit I don't sort of frequent Twitter as much as some other people, but there was not a lot of spoilers. There was, wasn't any spoilers that I saw going into it. And, and respect to the world for doing that. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Now, we saw this in class. Well, gold, gold, gold class. I call it gold class, but it's <laughs> yeah. probably some Cinemax, Cine... Oh, City what thing. do they call it? They yeah, it's call a different something name, funny. but it's gold class. But it's, it's, it's the Lux. It's the, 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 the Lux premium. The Recliner the seats. Not not many seats in the cinema. Like maybe probably 40 seats in there. Yeah, yeah. 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 Food. Did you? What did you guys get? Did you get dinner oh, delivered? I, yeah, yeah, I always get the Reuben sandwich. And, uh, oh, yeah, I, see, yeah. I almost got that. That yes, looked good. It's awesome. I got like the trio of burgers. Yes, the sliders. The They were good and... I was very. There was. I think I got some beers as well, but mm. it was fantastic. I, I love the Lux because you can order your food and they time it to come out. You know, sort of when you want it, which mm. was fantastic. Good viewing experience. Um, any other things we want to touch on uh, before we about, get into spoilers? What about spoilers? the numbers? Have you got the numbers? Yeah. So numbers wise, as of uh, this recording, uh, basically, I mean, it should come as no surprise. It's a big Marvel blockbuster. It is a bit of a culmination of a lot of various story threads. It has done uh, what they call domestic, which is the U.S. market, six hundred and thirty-five million, coupled with another seven hundred and fifty-nine million from the international, looking at wow. one point, th- just under one point four billion dollars. Jeez, that Gee, even if you weren't talking pandemic, those are big numbers. Huge numbers. Yep, that's so fantastic. It's, it's incredible. It's one of those things where people have gone, "Yep, I'm going to mask up. I'm going to socially distance and do all the right things because I've got to got to see me some Spider Man." Well, you don't want to be spoiled. That's that's, that's the big thing, yeah. isn't it? You yeah, don't want 100%. it spoiled for you. Yep. All right, which is what we're going to do now. <laughs> <laughs> Go. <laughs> well, okay. Let's ju- let's just rip the bandaid off. There was rumours about this going around through all through production and filming. Toby Maguire's been spotted on set. Andrew Garfield's been spotted on set. And to be fair. It didn't happen straight away. It wasn't something that happened even in the first... I reckon it was the first half of the movie before the the portals started opening up. 
But yes, you get all the Spider-Mans in this Spider-Man movie, which is all the previous the movie uh, Spider-Man, yeah. the movie Spider-Man, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and that's that's a bit of a big deal when you think about that these were Fox movies, of course, back in the day. So this is part of Disney's acquisition of all the Fox stuff. Um, no, 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 it's not. That was sorry, Sony. you're right. Yeah. My bad. My bad. So this is. Uh, this is Sony and Marvel basically doing a deal going, hey, yeah. you've made some Spider-Man movies in the past. We're making good Spider-Man movies now. You still own the right. Let's share our toys. And Sony are making money. Disney are making money. Clearly that well, $1.4 has got to be split yeah. some ways. Everybody wins out of this. Well, I think it's uh, Sony. I think it's Marvel saying, look, we'll write it. You <laughs> yeah, let, pretty you, much. You let <laughs> us have you the characters. Us, yeah. We'll write it. We'll got you back. We'll make the money and we'll yeah. share it with you. And I think even on the back of this, there was reports because uh, Tom Holland's Spider-Man contract was technically up with this one as far as the number of movies he's appeared in. And no sooner had this been out a week and they were just like Sony announced to say, oh yeah, we're, we're continuing to share Tom Holland with, with Marvel. We're going to, you know, it might be there might be another Spider-Man trilogy or if they want him for their next Avengers, whatever, we're happy to, to lend Tom Holland to them. And I've... Some of the reports I've read have suggested that Tom Holland was a big driver of that. He goes, I want to keep playing with, with, with the Avengers oh, and, for sure. and Kevin oh, Feige yeah. and the crew. So yep. it's all worked out for everyone as opposed to, you know, some of the other big franchises like X-Men and Fantastic Four that were in a bit of a mess. Um, this has worked out well for everybody. Yeah. So the essential, the way we get there is uh, Doctor Strange uh, removes the idea that peter parker is spider-man from uh, everyone Everyone. and then and then um tom holland's spider-man is saying oh but what about uh mary what's her name mary jane mj and aunt may and you know i can't let and ned was the first but ned's my best friend and and um dr strange is like stop Stop messing with the spell (laughs) you know you're gonna stuff this up you're gonna stuff this up and of course through uh peter's you know chatter and mm. constant uh, thought process it does ruin the spell it, uh, dr strange thinks he contains it but some other aspect or multiverse sort of opens up and then we see the first character is doc ock come into the scene and uh, give me back my um my machine my machine yeah, peter he, give me back my machine he's right from the end of spider-man 2 that's yeah. right so he's he's hunting peter down they have a uh, fight on the bridge and then Peter takes off his mask and of course it is not the Tobey Maguire that yeah. he thinks he is it is of course um, Tom, Holland. Tom Holland and he's like who are you yeah. you're not uh, it all spins out from yeah. there. you're what, not the Peter I know type thing what I love from this is that correct me if I'm wrong Scotty but there's a famous Spider-Man storyline where a similar thing happens that there he is. makes a deal with Mephisto, Mephisto yes and it's yep. the same sort of thing. I think his life's gone to crap because his identity has been revealed and he literally makes a deal with the devil to say, make everyone in the world forget who I am. Yeah, one more day, it's called. That's right. And if I'm correct, it was the deal was save Aunt May, bring her back, but the deal was that no one remembers who Spider-Man is, right. including his wife, Mary Jane. Wow, right. full on. And they didn't just do it for a few... Issues. Uh, a few issues it still has ramifications in the run today yeah, yeah. right yeah. wow yeah so it's again that Marvel trick of they're going taking a famous storyline that, that, that the real hardcores will know but tw- tweaking it to work in, in the current MCU yeah. mm. 
And the brilliant thing is, is that they got all the original actors back. Like, you know... That's that Disney, so, Disney of, money, right? Yeah, like, yeah. That's some amazing. of them um, weren't, you know, front and centre facial uh, recognition for well, the Reese Iphens, who yeah. plays the lizard. Yep. Obviously doing the voice. And at the end, you get him the transformation. Well, see, I wasn't even sure it was him. Yeah. I thought it was one of those, uh, it's a really good voice, voice likeness. Yep. yep. Uh, but then to see him at the end when he sort of transforms back, and the same with um, and I couldn't tell Sand you the actor, Sandman, yeah. the actors, I couldn't tell you the actors. Thomas, Thomas Hayden Church. Church. There you go, very yeah. good. Never trust a man with three names. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was just like, is that him? You know, because he's in sand form yes. but the yeah. entire movie. So yeah, I look loved it. Like, all right, we've we've taken we've ripped the bandaid off as far as the Spider Man. The, can we shout out the other big cameo and, and, that and happens? So that big cameo that you're about to say, I had no clue, no. you know, about, and that blew my mind, yeah. and that really like, and on the back of Hawkeye, it's yeah. all the more important. Yeah. yeah. Um, when Peter's life has gone to crap, and he's like, I need a lawyer because the feds are after <laughs> yeah. me. You see this, you know, blind person stick smashed down in the middle of the screen, and his lawyer, of course, is Matt Murdock, yes. played by our friend Charlie Cox. 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 Yep. Um. And uh, I like that was that was, that was, that was a wool moment. That yeah, was that was an open yeah. yeah yeah open audio Dave in the <laughs> yeah. theater throwing popcorn at me uh, like 100%. oh wow Whoa. that's awesome yeah. But I think that's it's fantastic because they've gone here's a show or here's something we like you know it's been done well yeah and we like Charlie Cox as dead you know John Favreau's like he's the Daredevil if we yep. ever get to a Daredevil that'll be him and there was articles that come out the week yeah. before the movie premiered where he'd been asked hey if Daredevil was ever to come back in the MCU who would and he goes oh Charlie Cox for sure knowing full well yeah, this sure, been filmed already, bloody yeah. a year ago yeah. like <laughs> ridiculous but that was almost didn't i don't know to me it didn't trigger that he would then be in the film because he'd said that correct to me that was just future casting if yep. you ever get to daredevil but i really like that because i think a lot of people like the charlie cox portrayal 100 percent. why recast when you've yeah. got when you can make that canon? that's right yeah, yeah. And i think that's yep. really really clever and a lot of those mcu shows don't really break the seam of in the Marvel Universe, in well, my opinion. No, well, they're even tied in. If you go back, and we're talking about the Netflix run of shows, yes, where what was yep. it? Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and mm, the Iron Fist. Fist. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but they actually refer to, you know, the Battle of New York yes, in, yep. in a couple of them. So they're technically tied in, but then when Feige sort of really took the reins, he said, I oh, don't know, no, all those shows are cancelled and we're going to do our own thing. And now I think they're sort of listening to the chatter and going, people really like these shows. So I would not be at all surprised that we get the same castings of Luke Cage yep. and Jessica, Jessica Jones because they were largely well-received. Iron Fist is probably looking at a what, recast, what about, let's be honest. What's the yellow guy's name? The one, the one, the dark skin character with the yellow Luke shirt? Cage. Luke, Luke Cage. Cage. Luke Cage was good. Yes. Yeah, he was yeah. a good... Uh, Casting. Perfect casting, yeah. I think. Mike Mike Coulter, I think, is the guy's name. Um, yeah, look, it just it makes sense. And now that they've done that, people have just sort of jumped to the conclusion, oh, all these other guys are canon, and you're just like, Well, because multiverse, they can do whatever they want. That's if they right. want to recast yeah. one yep. out of the four, it's fine because multiverse. Really? Mm. What about Punisher? I think Punisher is too problematic for a twenty twenty two audience, to be honest, as a character overall. They've even yeah, actually, I think, in the latest run of the comics, redone his logo um, because basically real-life police officers were wearing the Punisher um, 
skull on their uniforms and this is you know the whole sort of police brutality thing that's happening in america and stuff and so in the comics they've tweaked it so it's, it's almost got like wolverine-esque like sort of horns to it um okay bit, to make it look a bit more to make it look a bit more comic, comic booky yes. that that police real life police officers wouldn't actually wear this on their uniforms. so don't get me wrong i thought john john barenthal i think yeah, it was. it's the latest brilliant definitely. i thought he was really good the character itself coming into a, a Disney-friendly MCU—that's that's another it's a story. Tough, tough sell, definitely. Yeah, tough yeah. Sell. It's more—it's more graded into the uh, uh, what's it? Deadpool, Deadpool, kind Deadpool of, yeah. uh, genre yeah, in the in in the R rating in the yep. mature audience. Yeah. Like the the Max Comics uh, <laughs> logo. You know what I mean? So having so. that Deadpool cameo, so not Deadpool, Daredevil uh, cameo in the film. Did anyone see it coming? No, no, not no. for that film. But I had seen Kingpin. I, I think the the, the grainy Kingpin was rumored. Self, well, I, I reckon I'd seen the episode. Oh, episode go, before five. going into the yes. yeah, I'd seen episode five. Yep. Um, and so, but for whatever reason, it didn't make me think he'd be in that film. Yep. Um, so it was a very to me there were some great moments. Like that was a great moment. Seeing all the villains come back mm-hmm. was was fantastic. But then I think to me the biggest ones that I I just hadn't put my mind to at all was the Tobey Maguire Andrew Garfield yep. coming back and how long they were in the film. Yeah, like, they I, were I major roles. Thought, I only I honestly thought they were f- going to be fleeting passing by roles. You know, yep. like oh there he is. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Wave. Yep. They're, yep. they're going to have a quick conversation, a couple of sentences, and then that's it. Yep. And then the movie would go on. Not like yeah. you know, to- Toby, so much. Toby Maguire says with great power, and then Andrew Garfield says comes with great responsibility. End scene. Like, yeah, but yeah. it was not that at all. No, it was so much more to the point where they actually had so much airtime they could talk about their web shooters and things and their natural <laughs> oh, yeah. shooting abilities. Like Toby Maguire was all natural, yep. you know, and just fleshing that out from a that was real fan service yes and it went on for just the right amount of time before it's like okay now it's getting too Let's get back to the nerdy present. yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah and i love the way they each referred to, you know they're, they're talking about oh i'm fighting this crazy this crazy guy who was a vulture and it's like oh well, that's not i fought a guy who was made out of electricity and he wanted to turn, oh no sorry i fought a giant lizard and what was he trying to do he was trying to turn all, everyone in the city <laughs> into a lizard and there's just this awkward pause while they all looked at each other and the the, the fun they were able to poke at those yeah. old yeah. Lizards yes. without yeah. being totally derogatory yeah. about it even jamie fox who goes oh last thing i remember i turned all blue and stuff and i didn't know what was going on which is one of the real big stabs at the old uh, what is it Amazing Spider-Man 2 yeah. where Jamie Foxx just looks horrendous to be completely honest mm. well, but they, they <laughs> true to form like when he first appears they've kept him consistent yep but then you know very quickly they've gone okay how do we upgrade the look yeah and he had that really cool because he's got in every the time comic, he shoots his yeah, powers, he, he gets almost the mask kind of star, yeah, star look, looking, yeah. which yeah. is very very clever nods. You can tell they've thought about this a lot, and and also like the fact that uh, this uh, this world or whatever he calls it, this universe has different field power. I you like this. I, yeah. I I need more of this, yep. you know, so that addiction is coming to light, you yep. know, because it's a different something different that he mm. ha- is not used to. Um, what was I going to say? I was going to say, uh, I love the fact that uh, Peter's t- t- um, like, oh, d- I don't mean to brag, guys, but I've fought with the Avengers. Yeah, they're like, and they're so, so like cool. buddies. Yeah, and stuff. Yeah, like, well yeah, done. yeah, that's awesome. 
Who are they? Yeah. What, what's, yeah, are what's they, they a band or something? Like, you know, they yeah. just... Like, yeah. But I love that that, that camaraderie, that yeah. they're not quick to, to ask who are they. They're like, oh, yeah, man, well congratulations. Yeah, well, uh, just, uh, you know, just, just because he doesn't know why, what are they. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, so good. I, I got to, and I think one of the, the big winners from this was Andrew Garfield. Yes. Those yeah, movies sure. tended to cop a lot of heat from sort of a lot of Spider fans and... I went back as a part of the lead into this, went back and watched them all oh, before. Cool. Yeah. So watching all five, which Spider-Man 3 was hard, but anyway. Uh, and I actually really like. even at the time I remember liking Andrew Garfield. I thought yeah, I, he, was, I he was a cool Spider-Man. He had, the, he had the right build. He was able to move. He had the right mm-hmm. quips. I didn't think he was a good Peter Parker because he was too cool. He was too cool, He had the he? cool yeah. hair. He had the skateboard. I'm like, no, you're meant to be a science nerd, yeah. which was what Toby did really well. Yep. But on the other hand, not a great Spider-Man. But so that costume was a like seeing the all three costumes yes, together. That cool. was like, man, that is exactly why I I fell in love with that version of mm-hmm. Spider-Man and that one. And you know, you can get appreciations for the new one, but like all that work they went to to the little coils on each finger yeah. and things, the the shiny holographic uh, eyes, eyes on these Spider-Mans and things like that just blew me away at the time when. We had seen nothing that yes, ac- that show that's accurate. Right. 100%. Uh, it was uh, something else, and seeing them all three together was amazing. Yeah, I got a super buzz when they all come together and they're working in unison with each other. Initially, obviously, they're clashing mm. against their styles, but when they stop and they start to join, they're in unison, working together to fight, take out the villains one by one. Good stuff. Good yeah. team up. Yeah, yep. slinging off each other, you know, whipping each yes. other around to like, you know, yep. kick the bad guys and, and stuff. Oh. And each of them have lost someone different. Like I was yeah. like, oh, they've all lost Uncle Ben. Okay, <laughs> that, I can see where this is going. But then I thought, oh no, no maybe they haven't because they because the Uncle Ben story is so tried and true. It's like the Batman, the pearls coming yep. off in the alleyway. Uh, each of them are like, yeah, obviously Toby was like, I've lost Uncle Ben. Andrew was like, I've lost um, Gwen. Gwen. And, uh, you know, he, I've lost Aunt May. Yeah. And it's like, wow, brilliant, brilliant yeah, that was story clever. writing. Yeah, yeah, very, yeah. very clever without rehashing the same, the ben, the same, the origin, same story. origin story over and over again. They each, yeah. And the fact that they got rid of Aunt May was oh, pretty full on, man. Like, that, that stung because yeah. she's one of those side characters that you just think is a little bit untouchable in these yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and just the way they did it, even, like there's the big debris where they all fall and then, you know, she gets back up. And in the back of my mind, I'm just going, yeah, there's, uh, there's, it's there's, not right. there's something not right here. She, she's going to go. And I sort of, you see it coming sort of two minutes before it happens. And then when it happens, you're still somehow not ready for it. Like Marissa Tomei just played it perfectly. And Tom Holland as well, like sold you on it. Like, oh, yeah. At the, at the end of that scene, you, you're in shock having seen what you've seen. Yep. Mm. Die. I turned to Joe and I said to her, you can't do that. You can't <laughs> that's kill against mate. the rules. That's, yeah, you can't. Yeah, no, that's a, she's a constant. Yep, she yeah. doesn't die. Yeah, what are they doing? Yes, yeah, it's the MCU. It's yeah. all it's all different. Like, well, apparently, all the pieces on the chessboard are, uh, are susceptible. Yep. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I do have to say, in terms of the plot and the performances, magical shout out to Willem Dafoe and Alfred Molina. The, the, they nailed this duality and and I loved I, I really enjoy Spider-Man 2 for the Doc Ock mm-hmm. storyline and the interactions because he he is ultimately P- 
Peter's friend and mm-hmm. someone who, you know, so, bit of the same. Yeah, scientist yeah. and looks up to and mentors. And then obviously the chip takes over. And to see Molina kind of, um, the, his portrayal, I mean, the, him and Defoe are, are tremendous, you know, they're, they're sort of in that Oscar category of actors. Mm. Um, their portrayal of showing that that good, the good, the scientist in yeah. there. And, and you know, like when you see uh, Green Goblin with Aunt May in the homeless shelter and you really feel that sympathy for him. You, you know, there him, he, you yeah. feel bad. And the way he, cha- <laughs> when he changes, <laughs> what he turns. It yeah. is just it's spine tingling, but it, but you know, and he pulls it off in such a creepy kind of way. Like you, it's the best use of so of good this whatever called spider tingle spider sense. Yeah, because he's standing in the room and and Holland knows something's not right, and you're waiting for. I was waiting for the lizard to bust in. I was yeah. waiting for the yep. room yep. to explode, and then it's just thwip because he sees Goblin who's going to reach for like a bomb or whatever it is like he knows something's not right but can't pick what it is and then ah and at that point you're convinced in the film that Defoe is a good guy yes and then it's just that bang that snap turn oh I love that and that was the other one Defoe was really redeemed in this there was a lot of even at the time, criticism of the Green Goblin in that film because he looked like a villain from a Power Rangers yep. <laughs> yep. show. Yep. Um, I thought it was a great move yeah. to just do away with the ridiculous helmet. Like, he literally smashes the helmet yep. at one point. Well, because and then he's goes talking back to, the back to it. And he's like, I I'm, I'm sick of talking to you. Yeah, yeah, and boom, right. smashes it. Yeah, yeah. very cool. But that, and to get the most out of the character. Yeah. The, the, his, his facial his face expression. is creepy enough. He doesn't need <laughs> he the He doesn't mask. need the <laughs> Yeah. So no, they were outstanding, and and you know, like it's a hard one. You, I was sort of thinking about it because, like, watching this, I was almost overwhelmed in parts, and and not in a necessarily a bad way, but in the sense that I'm like, oh, that, all right, that's what ha- that's I have to remember. That, yeah. Okay, there's that character, and they've got that backstory, and and I was sort of tying it all together, and probably some of like you know the lizard and Sandman, and maybe Electro, like you said, with the performance. I think mm. Jamie Foxx did a great job. The, the power hungry kind of you know you always felt he was not going to play ball and he was always just you know he had this good balance yeah but what a what a fine line to bring in all these because really those were characters that were all a list you know actors they, playing big roles mm-hmm, playing the were. big li- and then you put them all in the one, one film movie. together like that that brought with a lot of um you know, it's ba- the baggage. It's the of. Sinister Six movie that Sony had been trying to set up for years. Yeah, yeah. and they yeah. do it, well. The setup's already there. That's right. If we use multiverse, then we've got <laughs> an in- instant setup. Yep. Well, I think is just genius. Like it, mm. it's it, it create like it shortcut that team up that Sinister yep. Six kind of connection. So I, anyway, I thought I thought the villains were brilliant. The surprise came to me in the Spider-Man team up. Mm-hmm. And like you said, Ben, how much they were in it uh, was super cool. Yeah. But but well done to Marvel for pulling off a a, a palatable storyline that just blew my mind. Mm. You know, like a, they could have got it so wrong. Uh, it, it, had, and, it had the potential oh, to yeah. go yeah. really wrong, didn't it? Yeah. You know, you yeah. would have thought it's just a bunch of cameos. Let's get all the old guys back. Yeah. Um, but no, they did it well. They did it very, very well. Now, can someone tell me about Benedict Cumberbatch's hair? Is he wearing a wig in this? I found his hair, like cause his hairline in reality looks at a different level. I can't say I noticed no, anything I mean, in the film. 
Is that because he's, he's got the whole Silver Fox thing going on? No, like, no, it's more just... I, I felt that the wig... It, I felt he was wearing a wig and it was really noticeable in certain scenes. Ooh. But I feel like I'm the only one... <laughs> so maybe I'm imagining it. But, As the um, only one with a ponytail in the room, Trent, I'm not sure you're qualified to talk about <laughs> hairstyles. No, no, no. It's... Um, <laughs> I've, got no, I've got nothing against the hairstyle. <laughs> the hairstyle's fantastic. But... I feel like it was really noticeable that he was yeah, wearing a okay. wig. That's that's the bit that just got me with every scene he was in. Oh, interesting. I'll have to go back and watch it again. Guys, can I shout out the redemption arc for Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man? Yes. That moment where he gets to redeem his loss from, from Spider-Man oh, 2 by saving MJ. I got goosebumps. That, that was oh, awesome. Saving, yeah. saving yeah. MJ. MJ. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And and so yeah, and do cool. you know what? Because of that, maybe not necessarily that scene, but at Garfield's overall performance. There's stories going around that they're looking to do an Amazing Spider-Man three. Yes, with Andrew Garfield oh, okay. as the lead because he was so well received right. out of this. Mm-hmm. And if they were, and again, it's a long shot. The way Hollywood works, if they were to do that, I think it's really they would. He'd have the knowledge from this film, right? So it wouldn't necessarily be a direct sequel to from whatever it was 2014 I think the last one was um, but he would have the knowledge from what's happened here and then you know what uh, my vision is that he would meet a girl called Mary Jane and he'd be like this is the Mary Jane that all the other spider guys were talking about Mary Jane yeah, yeah, yeah. would be like hey tiger and he's like whoa who are you <laughs> exactly like, yeah. right? like it would be such a cool yeah, yeah. a cool story yeah. like yeah. Oh. And that's the thing, like, no offense to Toby because he was amazing in the film as well. Yeah. But he was noticeably older and, you know, wasn't quite as agile um, yeah. as I think Andrew could move. I was impressed sure. he still fit in the spider suit, too. I was I waiting. I think there was a little bit of a, a little okay, bit of CG. Scene. CG. <laughs> <laughs> hold it in, hold it in. <laughs> Upper body shots only. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he, well, I haven't seen Tom McGuire in much. Well, what else? No, is he done? What, what has Andrew McGuire done anyway? So yeah, Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield. Sorry, Garfield yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, typically when we go through these movie reviews, we talk about you know the, the, the best bits. Was there any real? I mean, we've shouted out Benedict's hair might be a bit of a, a negative, <laughs> but are there any real lowlights where you sort of go, oh, that didn't that didn't work or that didn't that didn't land? Um, oh, look, I don't know. I I don't know about where they left it. Like, I think it's, uh, I I don't know. I felt maybe kind of erasing Peter Parker from everywhere. Like, I think it can go in an interesting direction. Mm. Um, part of me felt like, are they dragging it out? Like the the, the MJ love story. Fact that like, at you the know, end nobody. Yeah, like, he no doesn't know MJ it. anymore, and that, and that, and like, and so yeah. I'm interested to see where that could go but i was sort of like is it a cheap shot to kind of restart the mj relationship and try and have that happen again i the the only thing i would say to that is i think that's an excuse for them to bring gwen into the mcu yeah so that way he can have all right mj's forgotten about me i need to try and move on hey who's this pretty another another girl he had a lot of girlfriends before mj mj's his last girlfriend, he stayed with her. But for this long, is but a different MJ. Is that well, right? Is, is am I right in saying Michelle had, Jones, not Mary Jane? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, fair call. Okay. But like, but really? it's it's open. Yeah, she's mm. she because they go through the names. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it's interesting that I guess you don't have to follow the rules. It doesn't have yeah. to be the Mary Jane now because just MJ. the Mary Jane exists in the yeah. other universe. 
but yeah, yeah may- maybe. Well, because the other the other blowback from this no one remembering who he is is the Avengers don't know who he is. Yeah. So yep. all those people he fought with in Infinity War and all that sort of stuff, no one. Do- Doctor no, Strange, they, they, Doctor Strange, Ant Man. Well, but they know he's. The, they that, know about Spider. They know about right? Spider Man, but they, they just don't know who he. And and this is the uh, this the one I'm not sure about. To your point, Ben, is does as the the spellcaster himself does Doctor Strange still remember who he yeah. is? Which I I'm not sure on. Yeah, it's never really made yeah. clear. But you know, uh, he's got this little yeah, all Hawkeye and Ant Man and all these other characters. They all forget who he is. So. It, part of what it sets up is a bunch of Spider solo stories. There's also talk that Sony are developing a Spider Gwen movie. Yep. Um, there's also the Venom series. So he could tie into a lot of other stuff. And the reason the Avengers don't show up is because they don't know who he is. Yeah. He have, yep. They don't remember having but, these but team-ups. That, with but him. that's where Daredevil and the, the lesser... Um, the street level know, heroes. Yeah, the street yeah. level heroes that aren't going to go into space and fight galactic uh, villains sure. can help because they're not at, you know, Hawkeye could come, easily come and yep. help uh, per se. Now, my gripe of the whole film was right at the end introducing Venom, Tom Hardy's Venom. That's an interesting and, one, isn't and it? And honestly, no, like, I love Tom Hardy, I think he's a fantastic actor. But the last two Venom films are so wish-washy and, rubbish, and just yeah. they do not get me excited at all. Seeing him entering into the Spider-Man series, I'm not excited at all. Like, I want to be excited, mm. I, but I cannot get excited because the last two Venom films... You've seen just so, Venom 1 I have, and 2? Yeah, yeah. Scotty, have you seen both only, Venom? Only the first one. Yeah. yeah. I hadn't seen Venom 2 and I still haven't seen it. Davey had seen it and he said to me, he goes... I didn't need to talk to you about the end of Venom 2 because there's a post credit stinger in that. I hadn't seen it. I was like, look, I'm not going to see it. I don't care. And it was essentially that uh, Venom is in a hotel room or whatever. Multi- what looks like the effects from WandaVision happen, like the big red sort of wash comes over the screen. All of a sudden, he's in a different hotel room. Peter Parker's on the TV and the symbiote part of Venom goes, I recognize that guy. And he's like... We need to, you know, we need to go find him, essentially. And that is the setup oh, for wow. what we see at the end of No Way Home. But ultimately, as I, and maybe I'm reading the No Way Home stinger incorrectly, but he... He, he's, he goes he, back to his universe. He goes universe. back to his universe. So he's so, done out of that that's one. That's right. But leaves behind enough symbiote, uh, you know, the goo, black goo, mm-hmm. so they can recast yes. Venom in the in MCU. In the MCU. That's the way I took Wonderful. it. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you can that's only hope. how I understood uh, I it. hope so, because yeah. I, with, that's the biggest difference between Sony writing yes. and um, Marvel writing. Is, and it's a huge difference because... With Venom, and I've said it to the guys a hundred times, like Venom is uh, could be so much better if they went full blood and you know things like. Yeah, well, Venom looks amazing, but it just it doesn't work when there's a character inside your head talking it's to the people a buddy on screen. Cop show. Exactly, exactly, yeah. and he's too played out to be too too goody, and the jokes don't land, and it's 100%. just so tongue in cheek and. Uh, you know he looks great, but yeah. But a film needs more than just a cool-looking character. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm. Yep. All right. Should we go around the room? Ben, score out of nineteen. Eighteen. I don't mind giving this a nineteen. Ooh. I walked away thinking wonderful. I was a buzz, and I thought about it for days afterwards. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I've got to go nineteen. It was. It was great. I want to watch it again. Uh, I'd go seventeen. So, like, excellent film. Really enjoyed it. 
but not June. No, oh, here he is. <laughs> Second Long best enough? film of the year. <laughs> no, that's right. <laughs> I couldn't watch it in three sittings. <laughs> All right, that wraps our movie review. Do we have a bit of time for Would You Rather? I think we do. Right. I think we do. Let's do it. So, Would You Rather? It's been a little while since we've done one of these. So, just a refresher. This is a option A, option B. Knowing that whichever option you do not choose can never exist or you can never have. So a classic example, I think, when we started this, which would you prefer, Castle Greyskull or Snake Mountain? Whichever one you choose, you can never own the other one. Now, in light of all our spider questions, and we're going to go around the room here, would you prefer a new Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movie, as we discussed, so Amazing Spider-Man 3, or would you want... An old man Toby Maguire Spider-Man movie, as seen from like think the Spider-Verse yep. ones where he's like the, the fat. old yeah fat and, <laughs> and over yeah not quite with it and yeah you know yeah. drinks a few too many protein shakes right look I'd go Andrew Garfield just to round that trilogy out sure. I, I felt like it probably could have had that next instalment and and to me this did give us like the No Way Home did give us yeah, that to a degree and yeah. I think. To me, that was enough. I don't need a whole nother film necessarily of that, but that's just yeah. that's just me. But sure. I do like. I mean, Into the Spider Verse. I love that that Peter Parker, that yes. old, not Weathered. quite a bit, bit hoboish sort of. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. Uh, Logan was great, and I give respect where respects due. Mm. But, being, but that was very gritty yeah, and it was things a bit different. Yeah, right. So, and I don't think Spider Man can go there. I think it'd be very tongue-in-cheek jokes and slapstick comedy. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, definitely going Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man. Sure. Bring on the rhino. Oh, good call. Good call. Proper rhino? Proper rhino. Yeah, not, not mechanical no, well, he, transformer. He, 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 he <laughs> starts off transformer rhino and then gets beaten and then goes home and makes proper rhino. Um, <laughs> okay. You know, uh, what's his name? Um, oh, oh, the act in, uh, in the rhino suit? no. What are you talking about? <laughs> I totally didn't land the joke. Go on. I'll think of it later. <laughs> I'm going Andrew Garfield. Third movie, mid-30s, burnt out of Spider-Man, mm. finds a young kid, African-American, oh, yeah. teaches him the ropes of becoming Spider-Man. Welcome on board, Miles Morales. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Not bad. Like Which it. brings me to one point I forgot when we were talking No Way Home. There's a scene in one of the international trailers where... Big fight scene and lizard, it appears, seems to get punched by an invisible something. Hmm. And that some people put it down to poor editing. Some people went, that's Marvel editing out something from the trailer they don't want you to see. And Miles Morales was the big tip because guess what? One of his powers is invisibility. Right. right. What it actually was, was one of the other Spider-Man who actually punched him in the face and therefore they didn't want you to see that. So I thought that was... But Miles Morales is a good shout. Um I'm kind of in my head. I sort of picturing old man Tobey Maguire, but more in that. You know, I think it's Nicolas Cage who plays him in Into the Spider Verse, the black and white Spider Man with the trench coat. Oh, the noir. The noir. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I want to see something like that from Tobey Maguire, who's not quite as agile as he used to be. Um, and you know, maybe black and white, a la Logan. But uh, yeah, that's probably where I'd land. All right. Um. Now, we've talked a lot about heroes and villains today. So, as a plot point for a movie, which do you prefer? Would you, would you, do you want a good guy who becomes a villain? Or would you want a villain who becomes a good guy? 
in any context can be doesn't have to be marvel can be whatever sort of you know but if you're watching a movie watch what what do you prefer if you had a choice to say i want this good guy to turn villain or i want this villain i to think turn heroic generally i like the redemption story so seeing mm-hmm. the villain redeem and, sure. and end up as the good guy like i think to me that's generally what i expect to see more mm-hmm. so but there is something very interesting in terms of the character study if you think about things like the joker film right yeah, where we do see sure. you know someone's demise and, and how they get yeah to- how they get there and, and the rationalization i think if you pull that off and you can see into the character and, and i think you you know some comic book films can treat that not very well from a character perspective yep. and, and maybe not give you the gravitas or the emotional connection. Like I said, I think in um, No Way Home, those performances were so compelling that you you saw the duality and you saw the conflict. So I, I think I'd like to see more of the good guy and the descent and yep. what, what causes that and what's the rationale yep. um, for that. Good guy to villain every day of the week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is a villain's I, man. <laughs> I, want, I want to see, like, like take uh, Super Crooks, the animated series on Netflix. Mm. Uh, the the kid's finding he's got powers. Congratulations. He's gone to the um, local uh, swimming pool to show off his powers. He's a bit like powers like Electro. Mm. And he goes off and he shows everyone, look, I can fly and things like that. Um, loses his powers because he's not quite content with it electrocutes the whole pool and and burns everyone so embarrassed by it and things and then realizes oh look when i'm near an atm all the money spits out so Uh, out of this you know dark and hide you know he goes off hiding and um finds out the you know atm spits out money it's like well life in crime so uh, love that and that's within the opening episode of that super crook so okay. i love that sort of oh, i've i've tried to be the hero <laughs> yeah. it, didn't uh, work. it didn't work out I'm, I'm now a crook for life <laughs> a film premise that i've really liked is brightburn yep where mm. not necessarily a good guy but just a genuinely innocent individual who discovers they've got powers and then they've got to make that decision from their influences in their life about which path they follow are they going to be good or do they realise that I've got the power to make people do whatever I want, mm. take over the world? Very tempting. Go to the dark side. Yep. Always going to go, let's be the villain. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's interesting to have a character who is just, it starts out as good because the descent into madness, I think, is harder to pull off because in, in comic book movies particularly, they want, you know, you're supposed to walk away feeling good about yeah, yourself. Right. And yep. so the thing is, you see these villains and you go, ah, they've seen the error of their way. When you, you know, they hesitate because they see a child that's about to, you know, die or something like that. And then that that's when the villain, villain hesitates. And as the audience, you're sitting there going, aha, this is the turn. This is where they're about to, you know, see the error of their ways. Um, I th- And I think that's really easy to write for because that's what audiences expect. I think it's harder to and Joker's a really good example. It's harder to go the other way and go, well, why would Superman turn evil, for example? You know, to use your Brightburn thing. And the Injustice games of all things actually did that really well. Yeah, yeah. To take a character Superman, he is the embodiment of, of good and justice and doing the right thing. He's the Boy Scout. He's yep. the Boy Scout. And he turns. If you know the storyline of that game, and I won't give it away because it's bloody awesome, but 
he turns and you sit there and go, yeah, yeah, I buy I'd that. Probably- like if I was in his shoes and that was the event that made me turn evil you know, and I had those powers, I'd probably do exactly what he did. Yep. And I think that's that's a talent to see. All right, uh, a couple more here. Um, now, Master of the Universe, it's been a pretty... Uh, 2021 was a pretty great year for Master of the Universe as far as the two animated shows that we got. But there's been a lot of talk about this movie. Will it, won't it ever happen? Would you prefer a continuation of both of the animated series we've talked about, both the kids' version and the Kevin Smith version? Or would you want the Fabled Master of the Universe movie to happen? Keeping in mind, if the movie happens, the show's... Have to take Start a back seat. The, yep. shows, the shows don't continue past season one. Yeah, look, it's a really tough one because there's me, what I want, and there's probably what's better. Look, <laughs> I, I, look I want, uh, I, well, I want the film, mm. right? I want, I want to see the film. I think 2021, 2022, if they start it now and they get the right script and they cast it well, which I think they can, it could be a really good film. I, I think, you know, it, maybe it's not going to be the perfect film for us as adults, but I think it'll be an enjoyable film that we can go and watch and enjoy. And I think a film just has that, you know, Netflix is great. These shows are great to have on there, but a film pushes something in a way that the shows can't. It's going to have media tie and it's going to have product tie-ins probably mm. that go beyond what television can do. And if it's successful, we're talking franchise and, and away. And I think that's just a bigger thing. And it's something I want to see more I want to see live action, yeah. Battle Cat and all that, and and I, I'm happy. Like you know, I saw Revelation. I, do I really need a season two Revelation? I'll take it if I get it, but I, I'm not hanging out for it like I'm the movie and the kids show. You know, it's it's great because bringing in a new audience. I think a movie might be able to do that too. So the the I go movie, but I'm conscious that the cartoons are, are nice lead-ins. Place. They have yeah. their place, so that's my only hesitation with that one. Sure. I would love a movie, but I think you can do more in a cartoon. You can take more risks and things. You can flesh out a hell of a lot more characters because there's a huge roster in Master Universe. I think if we got a movie, you'd see the main 10 characters mm-hmm. and that's it. I don't think you'd even even see background characters because they're very shy these yep. days to show anything like Too that just in case in movie, yeah, yeah just in case it um you know their actors change or the designs change or whatever so they don't show them at all uh and i just don't think i think as much as i love masters i just don't think uh it's got the backing that it needs to yet for a film no possibly not um so yeah so yeah tv show all the way I can't decide. I don't want <laughs> that, to decide. That's the whole point of this question. You have to decide. I'll take it all. I'm gonna. I'm gonna channel the great man and not make a decision. <laughs> I want both. Let's have an animated movie as well in there. All three. He, he would ask for all three, wouldn't he? Um, I pretty much exactly what Ben said. You know, I think there's. Uh, I think TV is is no longer the 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 poor man's choice for media, if that makes sense. No, compared, definitely. Compared to, you know, the mystique and aura that Hollywood films used used to hold. I think TV's come a long way in, in the last sort of 10 to 15 years. And I think there's more stories you can tell. Um, and if it goes five, six seasons, for example, then that's way more airtime than, than a movie is going to no, get you. D- definitely. Like, I had this debate with um, June and I was saying, in my opinion, that would have worked so much better as a 10-part TV yes, series, agreed. right? 
Um, and I think you're right. Like, it's no longer, you know, I remember 20 years ago, TV, I mean, it was... Movie, poor, act, movie actors don't... Oh, go, they don't, don't they do, didn't do it. They didn't yeah. cross over. Like, yeah. whereas now, it's just... It's, it's a game changer. But, you know, you say, Revelation, I... Look, I enjoyed it, and and it was a an enjoyable experience, much because we're seeing these characters for a lo- first time in a long time. It's bringing them back into the mainstream. But to me personally, I don't need six seasons of that revelation story. I, I'd almost prefer something new in the TV space. I, I don't I don't know if I necessarily want to see six seasons of Kevin Smith. I do want to see six seasons of a, a show that. Is, is sort of hits the marks that I think the show deserves. And like it's, it's hard for me to say, I, I think there were a number of, I think, missteps in that show mm. um, that I don't need to see repeated is, is probably what I'm saying. But, but I agree 100%. The show done, a cartoon or a live action show done the right way is much more powerful than the movie. And that's sort of what I grapple with. Yeah. A movie done right is super powerful too because you get, the trilogy you potentially mm. get you know look at what marvel's done mm. and they've branched out to tv um so i, I don't know to me it's just the world, yeah. yeah to me the kevin smith show just wasn't the the if that was if that had hit the home run like an invincible or like a boys i'd be like sign me up all the way on mm. that but that's uh, the reason i hesitated fair, fair. Yeah. i just really worry if the movie is just okay if yes. if it if it appeases us super fanboys but then the mass it's not media, it's yeah. not enough. No. Yep. Therefore, the line, the the franchise is dead. Yep. Yeah. Right? That's right. And therefore, it'll just prolong any more animated series, for that matter. Yeah. For you know, further into the future. But to me, uh, like the perfect example was almost the Power Rangers reboot mm. that happened what four years ago. That yeah. was sort of a nothing. You know, it it. It was supposed to be a big thing, but see the the Power Rangers TV show is still going strong. Sure, sure, but the the movie did nothing for the franchise. Yeah, right? Like it yep. was a, a middle of the range, not not terribly well written, not terribly mm. well produced, not terribly well acted film that is dead in the water in terms of the movies. Yes, yes, the TV show has its charm and all, all that sort of thing. So that is the real risk with a mediocre. Masters film, which it could very easily, it doesn't have the right backing, could very easily easily be a good Masters film. Oh, could just, could, uh, could uh, rocket I mean, through yeah. to, you know, the future generations. That's yeah. right, yep, yep. True. All right, one last question then before we go. Um, keeping in mind that you can never have the other one, what's it going to be? The best hamburger you've ever tasted or the best pizza you've ever tasted. Oh, far out. <laughs> That's just mean. So you can have the best burgers you've ever had for life, but you can never eat pizza or the other way around. I'd have to go. Look, this is this is tremendously hard. <laughs> I love burgers. And I love pizza, right? <laughs> but but burger burgers, I don't know, like I always get the same pizza. Burgers I get all sorts of variety. I I had one burger, there's a place on Hindley Street we go to. And we started going there for work because they do... Someone wanted to find a place where you could get a burger, a beer, and a milkshake. Now, not necessarily to have all three, but because some people wanted the burgers and the beers and some people wanted the burgers and the milkshakes. So we found this place... Is this uh, place upstairs? Benny's. Yeah, you can go upstairs. It's It's got like a garden, like almost like a beer garden upstairs. And it's not not the Ritz-Carlton. Like, it's a pretty sort of... I don't want to use the word dingy, but it's it's got that sort of... Piney Street vibe to it, 
and they did a burger that was like every meat you could like I'm thinking to duckin right like it was like <laughs> it was chicken it was beef it was like everything in this thing and I reckon like I was eating it and like a bit of the patty slipped out and at the end I like had just like meat like I just <laughs> I'd eaten this all this meat burger and I still had like a half a half a meat half a cow <laughs> yeah. um the variety of burgers ah oh, the you can have crispy chicken. You can have like a Whopper style burger. I made burgers today, <laughs> and I've I found the perfect pickle to go in my burger. So it's just I think as much as I love Sounding pizza, like burgers. I have to go. I have to go burger. Yeah. I'm I'm a big fan of burgers as well, but I'm looking at it in the sense if I get a big enough pizza, <laughs> I can have that for lunch the next day. <laughs> or, or you know, yes. I, that's like, yeah, that's yes. true. Burger yeah. doesn't doesn't hold. Your, your does burger, it? you're done. You eat it, and that's yeah. it. That's it. You, yeah. Even if you don't finish it. That, that that's it and that yeah. meal it's like you, home you sandwich yeah sort of, you yeah. don't you don't take it home whereas a pizza you're almost like well i'll just get a bigger pizza so i can know i've got something <laughs> you can never away. get too big a pizza no that's you? right like, no. there's no size it's yeah. too big no 100 <laughs> look as much as i like a double bacon cheeseburger and, wow that makes you could have it on oh. a pizza <laughs> you can get the. I've had the double bacon cheeseburger. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Okay. It's a burger. I think uh, Domino's does it. Yeah. I think they do a double. Yeah. No, it's not really pizza. pizza. <laughs> um, ben, am I wrong in saying that the pepperoni deluxe from? Oh Sam's yeah, pizza man. That was bomb? that was the. That, oh, um, Scott and I ate half a pizza uh, between <laughs> us, uh, and, and could have kept going. I reckon. So. Which one was it? The pep. Pepperoni? Uh, pepperoni Deluxe. So yes, okay. it's got pepperoni, mm-hmm. but then it's got feta. Okay. Sprinkled on top, so a bit of salty. Yeah. Capsicum. Like mm-hmm. marinated capsicum, Ooh. and that's yeah, what made right. it. Yeah, right. The soft. Like yeah. It's sort yep. Of, yep. Yep. Some chili flakes mixed in there as well. Pizza sauce. Uh, wow. So okay. good. From yeah. Sammy's. It's hot. It's salty. Beer after beer while oh, you're eating far it. Out. It's, it's really, Jeez. really good. Yeah. Nice. Uh, look, I'm probably, and I went backwards and forwards on this one myself. I'm probably going to go pizza. Uh, I have this, you talk about having the largest, you know, ordering a massive pizza. I have this distinct memory at a share house I used to live at a long time ago, local pizza place. You know, we were regular customers and we're like, Hey, we've got a party going on. Biggest pizza you can have. The box we got was actually so large. We had to angle it up to get it through the door. Right, and uh, just that visual and that everyone just you know twenty five hands diving in each to grab a yep. piece. I think pizza is the great equalizer, and you know, yes. in respect to my my turtle boys, it's got to be pizza. Yeah, yeah pizza is more of a party food, whereas yeah. you, you can have only one burger or you have sliders, and that's a lot of work to yeah. make yeah. Uh, slide enough sliders for everyone. Do you remember the Archie comic? They'd often they did it at a cafeteria. Mm. And they'd often come out with like a mound of burgers, yeah, like a plate, right. big, and it was just yeah, piled. <laughs> could, like, if you could pull that off, like, I know it's the logistics, it's a, car, <laughs> it's a comic, right? Yeah, you yeah. could just draw a burger on a plate. You don't have to worry about how they got how there. How they stack, yeah. But that was always me and my, my mate's dream of <laughs> going to a party and having pulling out like the mound of burgers <laughs> on a platter, like, you know, just help yourself to. Yeah, um, outstanding. So yeah. Anyway, but that was well, <laughs> fantastic. I always this you just play with the mind, Frank. That's right. That's the the, uh, the torment, the inner <laughs> torment. I'm going to go home tomorrow and have a pizza and a burger <laughs> because I can, because I you don't have to have choose. <laughs> what about a steamed ham from Krusty's? Yeah, <laughs> yeah <that's right. laughs> a crabby <Steamed> patty. All righty. Ah, that's it for this episode. Thank you so much to all our patrons for your ongoing support and chatter on the Discord. 
And um, before we go, actually, we do have some news from Ben. Yeah, I'm um, going to be away for a little while. It could be three weeks. It could be a little bit longer. I hope it's only three weeks. So I might miss a few episodes, unfortunately. Uh, it is not Lego Masters. I can be <laughs> 110%. It's uh, Mega Construct Legends. Uh, no, nah, it's, it's all work-related. Um, I'm going over to uh, Wagga Wagga which is in New South Wales, and we are building a new store from You're scratch. Not so. trying to add another Wagga to the name. No, no. <laughs> Planning no. permit. To, to, our inter- to our international listeners, yes, that is the, the real name of a town. Yep. It's called Wagga Wagga. Wagga Wagga, that's right. <laughs> so, yeah, walking into a completely empty uh, building, and uh, I think first three days of building the structural shelves for the shop, and then after that, it's three weeks of um, merchandising and building the stock and putting it where it needs to go. So it'd be a really good opportunity to do something different. That's what I'm mostly mm. excited about. And we'll be, I think, living and breathing right next to where we work. So um, it'll be, you know, get up Yay. in the morning. <laughs> yeah, well, I just, I, I'm, I, I know it's going to be a lot of work. I know I'm going to be doing a hell of a lot of hours, much more than I would be, but I, I just think it'd be a great opportunity to do something different, to get my name out there and see what else I can do inside my workplace. So, got to do it. We, yeah. uh, I, I took my um, kids to Bunnings during the uh, the Christmas holidays, um, to get something or other. And and this is the only thing kids sort of think about, right? Like, and you know, I'd never walk in with Scotty and get this question from Scotty, but the Callum walks in, and he goes. How long did did it take them to put all the stock in this store? Yeah, oh, yeah. And now, I, yeah. and now I know where to yeah. send him. <laughs> ben is going to be able to answer that yeah. question. Well, you know, you know, I, I've, just, I've just recently been up to Victor, right? Which yeah. is, and they've just built the uh, new bridge to Granite Island, right? Yeah. So you know, everything goes into building this bridge, including a new plaque and things for the horse and carriage, right? Oh yeah. And no word of a lie. The highlight of going to see the new bridge and just looking, we didn't go to Grand Island, weather was pretty average. The highlight of going there with my kids was seeing the plaque and finding out the names of the horses. Right, uh. that, that was that was in their That's eyes the best, part. the best part of that day. Like nice. it's just wow, you know, <laughs> to go back in time to be that have that yes. simple. That's that's you know, what you're excited about. How was your holidays? About. We found out yeah, the names you know, of the horses. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. my my boss um, at when I was back in one of my other jobs he had like five five kids and he took he took them all to disneyland right so they went to america and you know it was like a the trip of any yeah. kid's dream you know you get to go to disneyland you get to you know whatever whatever universal studio smithsonian wow. yep. Yep. all that they get home and he goes to his, his youngest who would have been like maybe five or six he goes you know what was your highlight of the trip and he goes you know when you go into the restaurant and you get that never-ending soda, <laughs> that machine. Yeah. And they're like, we could have just stayed home at Pizza Hut. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the question's got to be asked: If if Ben's uh, on on shore leave for four weeks, what are we going to do, Trent? Well, luckily we've got our um, understudy here, who hopefully may be uh, free to fill in for Ben's shoes while we're gone. Does that mean I'm no longer the intern? No, it does. You're. Uh, I, think, ah, I think you've got an upgrade, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Official toy power. Oh, consider guys, consider the, um, this us on one knee, and this, this is a proposal right now. <laughs> oh, look, I had an outro which sort of basically said, I've done my two episodes for the season C in 2023, but <laughs> I'll be happy to come back. Thank you very much. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, Beautiful. 
On that note, we'll say goodbye and uh, we'll see Ben in due course. Yep. But until next time, we hope to see you around the toils. And until next time, good journey! You can find the Toy Power team at all the usual online places. Facebook.com slash Toy Power Podcast at Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram or have your say and email us toypowerpodcast at gmail.com Subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher and please leave us a review. Otherwise, we just assume we're awesome.